Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. It's time to talk sports. 96.5 is 600 KGEZ. And the Knock on Sports is on the air. Here's your host, Anthony Knockreiner. Good evening and welcome. Welcome indeed to a Monday night edition of the Knock On Sports. Hope you had a great Monday as we take you into Monday night. Uh, obviously, happy MLK Day as well. I know everyone's been posting their favorite quotes from Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, here this afternoon and throughout the day. Lots to get to tonight here on the Knockdown Sports. We will kick things off with my thoughts on the playoffs yesterday. Uh, if you haven't followed me followed me on social media, uh, you might want to. Just give it a follow at the Knockdown Sports Show. Uh, posted yesterday the video after the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the New Orleans Saints. That was a fun one for me, but I will tell you this. I did not thoroughly enjoy that until about five minutes left when I knew that Tampa Bay had it in the bag. And again, just a tremendous job, I think, of adjustments. Um, like I said, it's tough to beat a team uh, three times in a row. Tampa Bay was able to figure some things out, and they were able to take down Drew Brees and the New Orleans Saints. The Saints, unfortunately, missed out on another opportunity to get a Super Bowl. And I think that's the biggest question when you talk about the Saints and Drew Brees. I think overall... We all know that Drew Brees is a Hall of Famer, and we all know the impact Drew Brees has had on New Orleans. When you talk about what Drew Brees did when he came to that team in 2005, he really established that franchise. Remember, it was Dante Culpepper or Drew Brees. Both of those guys were coming off significant injuries. Uh, Dante Culpepper and the Miami Dolphins uh, signed up, and it didn't really work out for the Dolphins. Drew Brees and the Saints, it really worked out. And here's what I will say to people that say, well, he only got one Super Bowl. Sean Payton only got one Super Bowl, so was it really worth it? Do you remember what the Saints were before Drew Brees and Sean Payton got there? Because I'll tell you what, as a, as a Bucks fan watching the, the franchise pretty much always playing second fiddle to the Saints, yeah, we got some wins in there, but I'll tell you this much, I would rather have seen my team making the playoffs I mean, the New Orleans Saints were a team that you could pretty much count on being a playoff caliber football team. They were always in the hunt. And they were an established franchise. When you think about it, every single year, okay, who do you got to worry about in the NFC? Well, always Green Bay. Uh, Seattle, pretty much from 2011 on. Uh, and the New Orleans Saints, pretty much since 2007. So when I look at, yeah, obviously, does everyone want more rings? Sure. Not everybody can be Tom Brady. I mean, you look at Aaron Rodgers right now, only one ring. He's one in four in NFC championship games so far. So again, I look at it as it's not a disappointing career. I know for Saints fans, you want more Super Bowls. As a Bucs fan, I only have one. But at the same time, I think you have to appreciate what Drew Brees accomplished. And you got there and you had every opportunity because you were in the dance. It's a lot more to be there. You have a chance. You at least give yourself that opportunity, that chance to win a world championship. It's extremely difficult to win it. 
It's not easy. And unfortunately for the Saints, they've run into some bad luck. You could argue a couple of years ago, it should have been the Saints and the Patriots in the Super Bowl had it not been for a no call on a pass interference uh, penalty. You know, you could look at uh, the Minnesota Vikings a couple of years ago when they had the Minnesota Miracle, when it should have been the New Orleans Saints advancing uh, and playing in the NFC title game. You talk about a couple, uh, you talk about uh, this last year when they took on the Vikings. Everyone had the Saints winning in that one. But unfortunately for the Saints, they just haven't been able to get it together and they haven't been able to play their best football in the playoffs. But at the same time, I think the, the Saints and, and Drew Brees was a complete success. Obviously, we know he's going to the Hall of Fame. We know uh, there's no question about that. But when you talk about the impact of this guy, just because he has one ring, I don't believe should be a dog on him. I think the fact that he was able to accomplish what he's done and the kind of influence he had on the city of New Orleans and what he did to establish that franchise as a competent and good franchise – I think that just speaks even more volumes. And, uh, again, we don't know if Drew Brees is going to retire. Maybe he plays one more year. Uh, we'll see. It did seem like he's going to retire. Um, but the New Orleans Saints, if he does, are going to have a big question now because this will be the first time in, in maybe the biggest offseason since that offseason where they signed and had to decide between Dante Culpepper and Drew Brees to figure out the next quarterback for the team. Maybe he's currently on the roster in Jameis Winston or Taysom Hill, but uh, they're going to have to figure that one out here uh, throughout the offseason. And like I said, I'm excited that uh, Tampa Bay gets to uh, play another week. And one of the big things that I've taken away is the NFL execs and advertisers are extremely happy. The TV networks are thrilled. If you're Fox, if you're a Fox executive right now, you are absolutely just thrilled and tickled to death. You have the battle of the 12s. Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. The NFL has wanted this matchup in the Super Bowl. They haven't been able to get it. There have been a couple of times it looked like we might, but we never got it. Now we're getting it for an NFC championship game. And yes, Tom Brady's 43 years old. We're going to see how the cold affects those 43-year-old bones. But NFL execs are thrilled. Fox execs are thrilled that they have this matchup because this is going to be the marquee game. Now, again, it's a 3 o'clock game. Uh, Chiefs and Bills are the, the late game. But either way, it's going to be that game that everyone, I think, is it's going to draw the most eyes because, again, Brady versus Rodgers. Again, when you look at the Chiefs-Bills game this weekend, which is going to be another exciting one. You're talking about the two best teams in the AFC and the two of the hottest teams in the AFC right now. Obviously, pending on what Patrick Mahomes' status will be, uh, we'll have to see. But I think he's going to play this weekend. But that's going to be an exciting matchup because we know that the Bills can definitely wing it. They've got playmakers. Same with the Chiefs. It's just whether or not can the Bills' defense force some turnovers on KC and Patrick Mahomes. If you can force some turnovers, force some errors, that gives you a chance. Otherwise, as we saw yesterday, Kansas City has no problem and has all the uh, gajones in the world. Uh, and so they will do whatever it takes uh, to, to win a football game. Uh, so, like I said, yesterday, this entire playoff week, I didn't get a chance to see the uh, Rams-Packers game. I did watch the the Bills and the Ravens. I think people are taking this, and I, and I really will say this, I think people are taking the, the Baltimore game. Yeah, they lost, and it was a mistake by Lamar Jackson. But that win was brutal. I don't think there's enough people accounting for that. I mean, NBC was showing it constantly, what those flags were doing in Buffalo. I think the conditions played more of a a problem than people are giving it credit for. I mean, you heard John Harbaugh kind of talk about it at halftime um, with the, I can't think of her name off the top of my head, um, 
for the NBC reporter, um, they were talking about, I think it was Tracy, no, it was Tracy Wolfson's uh, for CBS. But either way, they were talking about how the, the wind was even affecting snaps. All right, that's a pretty strong wind if that's affecting snaps in the shotgun. So I think the, the, I think the conditions played a little bit more of a part. Yeah, you're never going to get a team to acknowledge that, but I think that just needs to be more of a, a logical sense uh, of what happened uh, in that Buffalo uh, Ravens game uh, this past weekend. We'll talk more NFL playoffs throughout the week here on the Knock On Sports. We're also going to chat about the uh, upcoming game for Crosstown between the Flathead Braves and the Flat. Or I'm sorry, the Flathead Braves and Braveettes against the Glacier Wolfpack teams. Um, it's going to be, I think, another exciting matchup. We'll talk more about that later on in the week as well. Uh, we'll have all the head coaches joining us on the show this week uh, as well. And speaking to that, the Knock On Sports is sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union. Joining us tonight on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, you can expect to hear from Mark Harkins, the head coach of the Glacier Boys basketball team. He will join us here in about eight minutes, and we are going to get his thoughts on the tough start for the Wolfpack and how they bounce back and what he is seeing from the Flathead Braves. Bottom of the hour, we're going to talk more NFL playoffs as we have Mark Moses, host of the Mark Moses Show on Central Florida, or in Central Florida on Sports Radio 1560. The fan join me, and we will get his thoughts on the playoff matchups, playoff headlines as well, because it wasn't just the playoff teams making noise. The Houston Texans seem like they're an organization in a lot of dysfunction right now. We'll talk about that with Mark a little later on in the show. So that's what's coming up uh, here on the Knock On Sports in terms of guests. Again, the Knock On Sports sponsored by Whitefish Credit Union, helping you plan and succeed for today and always. Some things never change, like Whitefish Credit Union's commitment to you. Contact them at 862-3525 or visit whitefishcu.com. They belong to you. Anthony Knockreiner here with the Knock On Sports. We've been talking about the NFL playoffs. Time to get into a brand new edition of... My Western AA Conference Power Rankings. We'll start on the boys' side, and we will start with number eight. The number eight team on the boys' side is the Helena High Bengals, 0-4. Helena's in a tough spot. This team is tough, and they will just not fold over for anybody, but this team will continue to lean on its defense to try and beat teams. Helena, though, needs a quick turnaround if they want to get themselves back into the mix for a home playoff game. Number seven in my Western AA Conference Power Rankings, it is the Glacier Wolfpack. Great win over Butte. Again, a chance to take down Sentinel uh, this past weekend as well. Uh, but unfortunately for the Glacier Wolfpack, they are 1-3. So a tough start for the Wolfpack. Obviously, uh, losing a guy like Kiefer Sponauer, uh is tough for that team. Again, a guy that started last year and a guy that uh, they, they depend on as their floor general. Never easy to lose your floor general. Uh, but the Glacier Wolfpack, Pack again, they're going to be a tough team, and that's why I say when you look at this thing two through seven, I'm telling you right now, my conference, my Western Conference power rankings, I think are going to look a lot different by the time we get to the end of the season. Because, like I said, I could see a number of teams being anywhere from being in the number two spot or being in the number seven spot. That's how competitive this Western AA conference is. So, a uh, tough one, but the Glacier Wolfpack, they have a chance. If they knock off the Flathead Braves uh, this Friday, it gets them right back into the hunt and puts them right back in the middle of the pack uh, of the Western AA Conference. So uh, a big game uh, for the Glacier Wolfpack 
this Friday we'll talk about with Coach Mark Harkins here in a little bit. Number six, the Big Sky Eagles. They are tough. They are dynamic. Sanders, Reed, Ledoux, along with Olsen, they're a tough team, and we've seen how good they can be. Uh, they really challenge capital. Uh, Coach Ryan Hansen has this team competing at a high level. They are going to be a tough, and if you're seeing the Big Sky Eagles on your schedule, uh, you got to bring your lunchbox. You better bring your pail. You better bring a shovel because you are going to have to work uh, against the Big Sky Eagles to get a W. Number five, the Butte Bulldogs. Yeah, I know this is going to be interesting. Butte fans may not like this, but it is what it is. I know it seems like I'm biased with the Bulldogs uh, beating the Braves on Saturday, but here's why. Great win at home for the Bulldogs on Saturday against the Flathead Braves, but a real big loss on the road on Thursday night against Glacier. Again, Butte, a team that's kind of looking a little inconsistent. And some of these teams, too, it's and I'd be very curious to see what the uh, road and home splits are so far in the four games this season. Uh, but teams, if you're at home, have played well. Some teams that are on the road haven't been playing so well. And I think Sentinel, again, they're the only team that's undefeated uh, in the Western AA Conference right now. They're the only team that can say that they are undefeated on the road. So uh, I look at Butte, again, a, a tough team, uh, but they are 2-2. Two and two. Big win for them on Saturday against the Flathead Braves. It was a three-point win. Uh, give a ton of credit to Jackson Olsen, 25 points for him. Um, you know, a lot of free throws were made by Butte as well. That was key for them in the win. They made their free throws uh, when they had to. And so that's why I say I got, I got Butte here for that reason. Again, a team that we still don't know where they're quite at. We know they're good. We know they're tough, and they're going to be in the mix. Uh, but again, I think this is a team right now uh, that I have just a hair behind my next team. And the reason why I say it must seem like I'm biased because my next team at number four is the Flatted Braves. The offense is allowed, or I'm sorry, the Flatted Braves have allowed, uh, let's see here, 77 points twice. They've allowed 65 points, and they've allowed 55 points. They haven't been able to hold anybody under 50 just yet. I know Coach Dirk Johnson is going to look to try and improve on that. We'll talk to him a little bit later on this week on the show. But again, the Flatted Braves, offensively, the fewest points they've scored this season is 57. Otherwise, they've scored 60 plus points in every game so far besides three out of four so i have the braves up here just because offensively they are tough again i I give them the edge over butte because they have a more signature win against the hellgate knights taking down hellgate and ending that 33 uh regular season game winning streak and ending the 25 game winning streak is not something to just laugh at i'm kind of surprised more people in missoula didn't even seem to acknowledge that. Like you would have thought ending a winning streak like that would garner more headlines, uh, but it didn't, at least around the state. I mean, here and obviously in Kalispell, we talked about it um, and everybody else did, but it just didn't seem to register outside of the Flathead Valley. But again, Flathead, their offense has been really, really good. Uh, They're going to have to try and get their defense to clamp down if they want to be able to separate themselves from the rest of the pack and move into those spots where they are competing uh, for a home playoff game. Again, it's not just enough. You want to try and be that number two seed because, again, even if you are able to, through the first round, get a home playoff game, you really want to also be able to get that first round home playoff game against an Eastern team. You want to try and save as, as little travel as, as possible uh, in the playoffs. So flat in number four offense has been good and a good win against Hellgate. 
Number three, the Capital Bruins. Capital has lost to Hellgate and Sentinel, two really, really tough teams. Uh, the Bruins have played both those teams really tough, and they are a lot better than I think people expected. They're a lot better than what I expected, considering how much they lost. Braden Cook is, I think, one of the top ten players in Class AA basketball. He's been really, really exciting for them. If you're a Bruins fan, you're, you're loving what you're seeing from Braden Cook. So, uh, again, uh, this is a tough team. Guy Holmquist coaching it. You know that they're going to give you uh, everything they got in it's not going to be an easy win uh, when you talk about playing the Capital Bruins. So Capital I have as my number three team. Number two, I got the Hellgate Knights. Again, they did see their losing streak in at the hand of the Braves, but they did storm back on Saturday with a big win over the Glacier Wolfpack. Uh, again, the Knights are still a very, very tough team. And as I said, the Hellgate played well at home. They didn't play so well against Flathead on the road. This is going to be something that we're going to have to see kind of develop here over the course of the next couple of weeks, which teams can separate themselves by playing well on the road and playing well at home, but we do know those home games are in really, really important and almost feel like must wins in this shortened season. Number one, Sentinel basketball. The Spartans are the top team in the West. Alex Germer, Drew Wyman look like the two best players in AA basketball. Germer with his second 37 point game, and he's only played four. Teams have seen our teams have been closer to Sentinel, but so far nobody has had an answer for the combination of Germer and Froelich Fair yet. Uh, again, Glacier had them on the ropes last Saturday, but they were able to uh, come back and win that one. Again, uh, Sentinel's going to be a very, very tough team. You're going to have to play a very, very good game, near perfect, if you're going to want to try and take down the Sentinel Spartans. So those are my top eight teams in the Western AA Conference for the boys. Uh, looking at the girls, and I'll wrap this up pretty quick because we do need to get to Coach Harkins. Uh, number eight is Big Sky. Number seven is Butte. And the reason why I have Butte at seven is just because they haven't been able to play any games. They weren't able to play either of the Kalispell schools. Um, they did lose a tough game to, to Helena earlier in the week. But, again, it's tough to gauge because this team has unfortunately just not been able to play games. I uh, really would have liked to have seen where they would have played because those matchups between Kalispell and Butte are going to be really, really important when we talk about the girls' basketball standings. Number six, I got the Flathead Bravettes. They did a nice job defensively holding Hellgate to 38 points. Uh, that's not easy to do. They held them to single digits in the second half. Uh, they showed good defense, and they played tough without one of their starters in clear converse. The Bravettes look like a feisty team that isn't settling for anything. My number five team is the Glacier Wolfpack. They are two points away from being two and one instead of one and two. They played Hellgate about as tough as anybody has. They had a big lead over Hellgate. Unfortunately, the Knights stormed back in the fourth quarter. And so uh, the Hellgate Lady Knights continue just just elude the Lady Wolfpack by just a hair. We know that they have played some epic games. I think the last three have been uh, decided by uh, a single possession in each of those three games. You go back to the divisional tournament last year. You go to the previous matchup before that as well. Uh, Glacier Lady Wolfpack have played Hellgate extremely tough. They just haven't been able to quite get over that hump yet. And I'm sure Coach Amanda Cram uh, will find a way to do that in their next matchup. But uh, Glacier looking good right now. Uh, they look dynamic. Uh, it's going to be tough uh, this Friday, obviously. Should be a really interesting matchup between Flathead and, and Glacier. We'll see where these two teams are at, but uh, I like Glacier here at number five. Number four, the Sentinel Lady Spartans. Yeah, they dropped games against Helena and Capital. This team is still really good, and they are tough. Sentinel will play Big Sky this week. The Lady Spartans uh, with players like Stainer, Westwater, and Hunsinger give them a chance every single night. 
Number three in Helena, this is my biggest jump, the Helena girls basketball team. Great win against Sentinel, and that is the primary reason they are in that number three spot. Due to some issues, they won't be back on the court until next week. Uh, Helena isn't going anywhere, and Coach Dudek has that young team looking older, it seems, than they are. So, again, ton of credit to Helena uh, for getting a win over Sentinel. My number two team, the Capital Lady Bruins. Again, they take care of business. Good win against Sentinel. Um, you know, Outside of the Hellgate game, which, again, that match could go either way uh you know it'll be really interesting so like i said i think capital right now the number two team that really is when you look at hellgate and capital it is really a 1a1 beam you can make cases for either one of these teams here that's how good those two teams are um but again uh, capital they're going to stay at my number two spot my number one spot is the hellgate lady knights sailor koval hefe puffhausen the entire crew is tough they get a scare out of the wolf pack on saturday that almost knocked them off from the uh, realm of the unbeatens but hellgate stays number one they've got good depth and so uh, Hellgate looking like one of the top teams in the West. They're going to be tough every single night. Though That's the reason why they are my number one team. So those are my Western AA Conference power rankings. Coming up next here on the Knock On Sports, we're going to chat Glacier Wolfpack basketball with Mark Harkins.